All right, we're live, live, awesome. Okay, so today what we're gonna go through is, I call this uh, the gotcha of offer creations and how to correctly assemble your, your, your irresistible offer. Um, also on the one funnel away, that is you are on um, week one, mission number five called create. This is, this right here is a very interesting section, okay? When, I, when we started out with doing our Raw Vegan Secrets book, or when we started creating this Raw Vegan Secrets um, online product, what we did is, like, since we know the subject very, very well, we sat down, my wife and I, we got out all these whiteboards, kind of like you see behind me. We got out these whiteboards and we started writing out, here's, here's, put this in the offer, put this in the offer, put this in the offer, put this in the offer. And we, we took and we put together and we assembled this coolest offer we just knew in our heart that the world just loved and wanted and really wanted our stuff, okay? And we did that. And then we took this awesome product that we had gone out and created, we put it into the world, and like, like nobody wanted it. And what what I ended up doing is kind of did a step back and we kind of looked at it and and I'm trying to figure out all these things. Why didn't it work? Why didn't it work? Why didn't it work? I'm, you know, asking the questions. I get the expert secrets out, the dot-com secrets books out, and I'm starting to pour kind of trying to pour through this thing and figuring this thing out. And there's, there's a couple things that kind of started jumping out at me. That's obvious. And if you, if you take in you, the biggest challenge that you're going to have on this thing is what Russell Brunson will say is you've got to make yourself teachable. Like people that become teachable where he can step in and he can actually start to influence them so that they don't make these mistakes. Those are the ones that can succeed. Like if you look at lady boss, I think one of the secrets of Lady Boss, you take it, put it in perspective, you got this 22-year-old girl who is, she's probably like a lot of us where in the beginning she just doesn't under the, understand the, the assembly, the creation of how to do this online marketing and sales and marketing stuff online, okay? But the one thing that they did have as a very critical asset is um, her husband, Brandon, apparently liked to follow instructions. Okay. And one of the big things that we're going to run into is our ability to step into this thing and follow instructions. And so when I did rawvegansecrets.com, I probably would have done better off had I taken uh, expert.com uh, secrets, uh, Russell's.com secrets book here. And had I had taken and gone through it, read the book, I mean, I didn't know that I was going to get super, super interested in this. Had I read the book and then taken a section and implemented it, taken a section and implemented it, taken a section and implemented it, <clears throat> and likewise, reading Expert Secrets, because had I had done this, I would have probably avoided a big mistake, which is take, you've got to go out into the marketplace and you've got to take and identify what people are already buying and then try to figure out how to take that and then add to it to create this irresistible offer in your own blue ocean meaning in something that nobody else, so to speak, offers. You got the core stuff, it's safe for people to buy, and then, but I add some additional stuff to mine that makes it irresistible that nobody else on the planet offers. Therefore, I can assemble a safe offer they can buy with the new blue ocean of things that they can't get anywhere else. And had I had, had, I had spent more time sitting down identifying high converting sites, and then looking at their offer, look at their packaging, look at how they've taken and created these assets. So when I take and I present my product to the world, I would have had more of a winner 
instead of actually stepping back and saying, not only did my, my packaging suck, but like everything sucked, okay? And it was a, it was a huge mistake and it was a setback. So then I got a, I got a chance to retool and I got a chance to retool and I got a chance to retool. Like one of the mistakes that I know that I made is, um, and I'm not 100% positive I, okay, if you go to, you're, the very first thing you're going to probably do is go to, you're going to go .com secrets or something. You're going to try to offer hack that page. And then you're going to try to use that same page at, to pitch whatever your thing is. And I like it. And there's elements of that that makes a whole lot of sense. But your product you may be selling is different. And it might make more sense if you went and spent some time figuring out offers in your market that then you could hack that you do know that converts. And then maybe you can take and do a little bit of a blending of options here. And so that's, that's one of the, that's one of the, the kind of the gotchas that I've got to pay attention to is just, they call themselves funnel hackers for probably a good reason, which is they go hack funnels that produce coinage. Okay. One, one of the other products that are one of the other things that I kind of, kind of got confused about, and you're going to run into this is what you're going to hear Steven say is, I'm never going to go build a product. I'm never going to go out and build a product. I'm going to build it with the customer and I'm going to find out what they want. And then I'm going to assemble the product during, during the course of things. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the potential. I'm going to put an offer out there, let them buy it and then assemble the product with them. But then what you're going to do is you're going to step into this training and they're going to say, build the product before you actually go give it to the client. And you're like, when I heard that, I'm like, bro, like, Dude, you're talking out both sides of your mouth. And so it like confused me. Um, but part of it is, is this is a 30 day challenge. And I think one of the biggest challenges that people run into is they don't make, they don't take action. They don't move. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to get us to the end of a 30 day challenge so that we have something like, I don't know. It, I don't know how many funnels I did. I in the end really created before I ended up creating something that could start um, start creating cash. Okay. And, but it took a while to figure out that thing. And what we don't want to do is sit around and accomplish nothing, but what they are going to do is give you the framework of what will work. And so here's some hacks that if you take and you look at these things that you're going to be able to figure out how to, how to, at least when you, when you do what they're suggesting is go start assembling your offer right now, start creating the assets, Go find the people in the world, the who's, what they call them, that can step in and start helping you create this particular product. So that some of the hacks that, that, that exist out there is to make sure that you don't, you don't have a stillborn child when you put it out there, is they said go offer hack somebody that actually has a converting website, okay? You're, what, what we're really doing is we're increasing the probabilities that your thing's going to sell because the market has already agreed to buy these things, okay? And so that's one of the things that they're doing and giving us as a shortcut. Okay. Another thing that they're giving us as a shortcut is you can take, you can take and go and Google like on vegan. I could go in and Google and it's like, what's the top 10 uh, most common questions about vegan. And so then I can start going out there where somebody else went out there and already did a, like an ask campaign. They've already gone out there and started answering questions or found out what pe what was the biggest questions to people. So I can do a Google search and discover part of what my, my tribe wants. I can also take, if you, 
I could go into like Facebook groups and just like that. That's my kind of where my, my ideal clients are sitting. So on ours, we could go into vegan type um, Facebook pages where people are talking about vegan this or raw vegan that and we could start listening and participating, engaging with the tribe uh, to discover what they're looking for. Now, the way I'd go in there is I would read questions that they're posing rather than creating questions. And then we go in there and we start answering questions and then allow them to start, start communicating with us so that we can basically get into the heads of our buyer. But if you, if you do those, just those little things, which is the offer hack, get into Facebook groups, start asking or start paying attention to questions people are asking. And then if you do like a Google search to find out what the, some of the, like any kind of survey data that you can find that suggests what the top questions are, you, you, in the end, you have a picture of what your client wants. Now, the thing that we run into as so to speak experts is, is we, like I've done, I've listened to interview, to training, to all kinds of different people who are the, the, like the bomb in their market. Okay. They know what they're doing and all this stuff. And they think that they understand the client and they, and they assemble the thing and then they discover they were just wrong. Okay. They discover they're wrong. And so like if we can reduce some of our pain of being wrong, thinking that think being so to speak arrogant, thinking that we understand them and then creating it. Um, if we can just step back and just do just these, like, like these three little hacks, it's going to save us a great deal of time. Like when, when I worked at Raytheon in the defense and aerospace industry, they had, I was working with these engineers and I really liked engineers because like they come from the school of thought that they come like me as a salesman, I come from a different school of thought. They come from a different school of thought and their thought is, as in engineering, they verify everything. They don't, they don't presuppose an outcome, so to speak. They allow that, like they know what they want to accomplish. Then they put together the best, the best shot at that contraption and then they test it. And then they don't, they, they allow the data to decide. They allow the facts to, to guide them. And so like I would, I would step in and I would have a, a predetermined agenda because I want to do sales and I want to go in this direction. And they would, they, although they, they really appreciate it and they needed my help in that sense, they had to say, let's let the data decide. Let's let the facts decide. Like, so to speak, you're, as much as, as much passion or whatever you can bring to this equation, it doesn't matter what that is if the data doesn't support it. And so that was like, and, and it's one of the things that is like in, in the, in the sales, the sales kind of the sales mindset is I, I like to project the outcome, but allowing data to decide was huge. And so that's one of the things that we ran into. So you're, you're going to probably step into the same thing. I think you're going to be able to take a lot of risk off the table by following those three little things that I gave you. And, and so if you don't remember, um, funnel hack, get into like a Facebook group or something, pay attention to what they're talking about, participate, answer some questions. You, you really got to become awesome at becoming a very, very good detective, discovering what people want. Okay. And then the third one is just like do a Google search and most common things that pop up. Okay. And so that's the thing that you're going to run into. Now, one of the things like kind of like one of the things that we kind of had an aha moment on is like in my market, in my market, I've, I'm, 
in this vegan, this raw vegan type space, particularly in like the raw vegan space, a lot of these, a lot of the so-called celebrities in, in my market space um, are these, are these, some of them are fairly attractive women, okay, that have never had children. And so, um, like, I think there's a, there's a crowd of women that would be drawn to that particular aspect of these, these women, right? Where, as my wife, she's a very attractive woman. We've had eight kids. And what, it, what we're discovering is, is people, like, there's not a lot of people on the planet that can go out there and say, yeah, I have eight kids, right? We have eight kids. And people are kind of drawn to my wife and to us because we have so many kids. And that's one of the features or things that we ended up kind of discovering in the marketplace because like, it's not like we look at different um, vegans or raw vegan type things and things that they offer. Like nobody in my market talks about pregnancy. Nobody in my market talks about give providing like pregnancy type stuff. We have women asking my wife, or how do I deal with motion sickness? Okay. And she's like, well, one of the, or like, and during pregnancy, my wife's like, well, you get these C bands, you put them around your wrist, they kind of pinch right here, kind of puts pressure on like a, some sort of pain, a, a nerve or something, and you get those on your wrist, and then voila, it, it doesn't cure it, but it improves it significantly. But, but there, we're, we're discovering in our marketplace that, that these women don't have kids, they don't appreciate what women go through that have kids. And so we're starting to have this aha moment and we're starting to see and discover that there's unique things about us that allows us to take and to bring something to the marketplace that I don't think other people can. Well, I already know that they can't, but, but there's things that are unique about us and our environment or situation that allows us to take and project or to provide value in a way that they couldn't get somewhere else. And so that was kind of an aha moment. And so as we're going through that, you're going to see, you, you will see if you go to my, particularly if you go to um, 28dayvegan.com, you can go to 28dayvegan.com and you can see what we've got and then go out there and start looking at other vegans. What you're going to discover is they don't talk about pregnancy. Okay. They don't talk about these different things. And then you're going to discover on my, on our vegan stuff, like the way we do it is I take and I put nutrition first because you get all these health and fitness gurus, right? And they're, they're, they're doing their exercises and they're doing all this other stuff. What I discovered is, is among vegans and stuff that food recipes, these things resonate more with that particular flavor than so to speak, throwing out workout apps and, and all kinds of other stuff. And, and so there was just these subtle nuances that we're starting, we're becoming more and more aware of. And so, like, to me, we wouldn't have thought that, right? We're, we're in the health and fitness industry. We want to take and do a lot of fitness stuff. And, but if you look at vegan websites, they post pictures of food. Like, you know what? That's probably a good hack for you. Go to Instagram and take and pay attention to people that are in your market and see, see what they're posting images of, which will give you a very good idea of what's most valuable to them. And if you go to look at vegans or raw vegans or whatever, you're going to see food, 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 right? Food, food, food. And then you're going to see some, they're posting images of themselves, but in the end they're, they're, they're trying to, it's all about the food. And so you don't, you don't see them spending massive amount of time or great celebrities spending a great deal of time showing themselves running 10,000 miles. Okay. It's just different. And so like if I went to a health and weight loss, um, you're going to see that they're going to be promoting something 
um, different. And so it, it's helpful to understand the flavor of your niche, which is what we're discovering. And so anyway, those, those are a few of the things that like, as we started stepping into this, that is allowing our website to, to take life and to start converting. So when I went through the 30 day challenge, I would love to have said that we glided right through 30 days and at the end of the 30 days out popped the rabbit at the other end. But I probably went 30, it probably took me 45 days, um, maybe even 50 days before I actually was able to finish assembling my, my product. And part of it, part of it, what it is, is because this was not my first crack at a funnel, part of it was is I, I had learned enough and discovered enough about my market to know there's elements of my offer that I need to include into it. And some of the, and some of the products that we did is we put out there to outsource, um, that the, the products that we bought to start assembling, um, the PLRs type things, they were, some of them were really crappy. And so we ended up doing a lot of work to fix it. And we didn't, we probably should have tried to identify people in our market that we could have outsourced, um, some product creation to, but in the end we ended up doing a lot of stuff in house so that we knew how to take into, to, because we were already in the mind of our tribe, we ended up doing a lot of stuff in house, probably a mistake of ours, but, um, don't know how to get around it. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So anyway, get, take and get your, you're going to want to move quick on this. You're going to want to follow those three little hacks I gave you. Um, just in case you missed it, I'll tell you one more time. Hopefully you got a piece of paper. You can write them down. Offer hack. Look at people in your market that have converting offers. You can go to ClickBank, um, look under the affiliate program, and they will help you identify the most popular pro uh, products in your category that are converting so you can see their website. Okay. So you're going to want to look at that. Um, Google it, see what the top questions are. Um, third one, what was the third one? Oh, get into Facebook groups or whatever in communities where your clients are already at um, and then just start paying attention to what they're talking to you about. Anyway, so you can get, um, I've, I've, taken, I've taken like this training series I'm going through. You're gonna see there's like 30 days worth of training that you're gonna end up having to get through. Um, I've got different names and labels for my for my training because there's there's different slices or flavors that I think would be value add to the training that Russell, Stephen, and Julie are going to provide. And so um, I'm taking I put all this stuff in. You can go to ragstherichesttransition.com. The data is contained inside that membership area. You're going to see that it parallels the training so that you can get this other stuff. Anyway, uh, go to ragstherichesttransition.com. Um, when you go sign up for whatever. You're probably going to want inside that membership area. I'm going to have uh, .com secrets, expert secrets. I'm going to have all kinds, like a lot of the tools and the assets that you're going to need to be able to locate, identify, and find that they're going to talk about in the training. I've put those things there. And if you take and you buy through my affiliate link, which you'll see inside there, um, there's all kinds of additional stuff that I will be taking and showing you as I take as we take and we move through this rags versus transformation. Anyway, uh, Mike Morris, uh, RagsRichTransformation.com. We will talk later. Bye.